Hello and welcome along. This is a brand new podcast. It's called Golf is Ruining My Life. Uh, my name's Tom Price and golf is ruining my life. And my name is Tom Green and golf has ruined my life. Oh, interesting. Should we have called it Golf has Ruined My Life? Should that have been an alternative title, Tom Green? Uh, no, because I feel like ruining's better because I f- it can get worse than where it currently is. I still believe I'm going to end up on the tour. That's the problem. <laughs> Sorry, you're laughing at you. See something really? funny out the window. You see, you're up, up there in your. Where Where are you uh, coming from, Tom Green? Um, as we record this. This I am currently recording in my northern base in a flat mm. in Preston. So I feel like we should explain that. Me and Tom know each other from our local golf course, which is Muswell Hill. We both live in London, but I spend half my week in the north so i'm in my northern base right now and i assume you've seen something funny out the window which is why you were cackling when i happened to say that i still believe i'm <laughs> going to get on the tour no because i you must be joking that has to be a joke you it, i know you're joking. you're doing that for it, comical effect there's no way that you think you can play on the tour it's a third of a joke no it's hard it's about <laughs> half a joke so this is the problem is that of course i know there's no way i could ever play on maybe not the professional tour but you know there's subsidiary tours right yeah, there's other, there's like other the seniors. Tours. You can play in the what, seniors okay, tour, I, mean, I think. Yeah, the seniors is an option. I could, I, maybe that's what I'm now doing. I'm building up for the seniors. But what I'm trying to get at is that there is still a part, I think, as a part of every golfer who thinks that, not that you can just get better, but that you can get best. Now, I have watched and read and listened to so much golf content mm. in the last three years that I've been addicted to the sport that I feel like I've settled on the answer that I will never be good enough. Because I've okay. seen so many great golfers play now. And play with people me a lot, who, yeah, of course. Yeah, I've seen Tom play and he's pretty good. Mm. But I've, I've seen so many golfers online and in person play who are not even at a lower league level, not even at like, I mean, not on any tour. And they are far better than I will ever, ever be. I've resigned myself forever playing professionally. All I want to do is be scratch. That's my only ambition. But but scratch is still not bad, right? Scratch is still pretty good. And and the fact of the matter is that to get to scratch, you're going to have to ruin your life a lot more. And I, I guess that's the point of this podcast is that we want to discuss, uh, well, obviously, our golf. We're going to talk a lot about me and Tom's rounds of golf. Uh, we want yeah. to hear about your rounds of golf and we'll have ways for you to get in touch with the podcast soon. We're going to talk about kit. We're going to talk about the tour. But the point is that we're going to talk about the ongoing uh, torturous journey to try and get to this ideal that we've got in our heads. Mine is scratch as well. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, want to, I want to hit a scratch round of golf. And every time I go up there and I see everyone out there, no matter what handicap they're off, is thinking, oh, I want to go. Get to fifteen over. I really don't want to get to ten over par. And what I see yeah. is just a whole series of people getting back into their cars and driving away, thinking, "Next time, I'm going to do it next time." How many people have played golf and walk away going, "That was fantastic"? How often does that happen? Hardly. Ever. Oh, I think I've had that in the last two years, probably twice. I've right. had, you know, what? That's the best that I could do today, or like that's the best I've ever played. I've had right. that twice, and it's the best feeling in the whole world. <laughs> yeah, um, but. As I drive away with that, and I've yeah, I've had that probably once in the last two years where I've thought, wow, that is. And I drive away, and I reckon it's 12 minutes is the is the layoff before the gremlins arrive back again. 
And, oh, you missed that part. Yeah, but if you chip better. And actually, can you do that again? I don't think you can do that again next time. So any bliss you achieve in golf is is temporary, which is why we need books like Golf is Not a Game of Perfect, where you yeah. can try not to be such a perfectionist idiot and miss out on the joy. And what I'm trying to say, Tom, in a roundabout way is, I want to rediscover the joy of golf so it doesn't ruin my life. I um, I had a very funny conversation on the idea that golf is ruining my life uh, with my mum and dad the other day, right? Yeah. So for this, I feel like I need to give some context to where my life is at right now. For the last 18 months, I've basically been off work, right? Yeah. I've been working weekends on the radio or yeah. I've not really been working full time. And that's where golf's taken over my life. Oh. And in January, I've gone back to a full time radio to, show. So to I'm give working. You some context as well. So when I was playing with you last year, Tom, in 2021... Yeah. I, I have a similar kind of lifestyle. I do podcasts, I do weekend radio, and I would text you at any given moment, at any given moment of the week and say, Tuesday, 9 a.m., in. I mean, I, was, uh, I wasn't Thursday, doing anything, 4 p.m., in. Yeah, um, in. Friday, at midnight with a torch, in. Yeah, 100%. And that's my, my <laughs> life is just not like that anymore, and I hate no, it. No, I know. Right? Yeah. Because I'm now working. So I was having dinner with my mum and dad, and I was complaining about money and having to get the trains all the time in my life. And I just said, I was like... I can only play golf like once, maybe twice a week now. <laughs> and my dad, my dad, so my dad's an electrician, worked his ass off and has done his whole life. Yeah. He turned around to me and went, Thomas, golf's not your job. <laughs> you shouldn't be, that shouldn't be your top priority in a week, which is, can I play golf three times? And I was like, God, you're right, but I wish you weren't because I, I just want to play at least, I'm only going to get better if I play three times a week. You can't get better if you only play once. Can I just take, first of all, a lot of pleasure that your dad, like like my parents do, uh, Thomas, when you're in trouble, enjoyed that a lot. Yo, yeah, Thomas. No, but Thomas always. I'm Thomas to, I'm Tom to everyone, mm. bar my mum, my dad, uh, and my grandparents, who aren't all with us. Yeah, I'm Thomas. I'm Thomas Green. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's adorable. Um, what do you call yourself when? Uh, and by the way, we, I will revisit that. Golf is not your job because that's amazing. Um, yeah. I mean, actually, I won't revisit it. I'm going to visit it now by simply saying, did you not say, yeah, but dad, have you not heard about my new hit podcast, Golf is Ruining My Life? <laughs> yeah. Dad, have you heard about this podcast? And he's like, but podcasts make no money. And I was like, well, you don't know that. Some do. You can't. Much. Barclays won't accept podcast episodes to pay my mortgage. <laughs> that is just true. I wish they did. Can I give you an extra long episode? Episode three featuring a, a guest contributor? Please, I'll give Barclays? you. I'll give you pay, Patreon access. Does that interest you? Oh, can we never do a Patreon on this? Because I try and run a. I run a Patreon on my other podcast, and it's, it's a lot of admin. I don't. I don't want any admin in this podcast, Tom. I just want pure golf therapy with you well, and the audience. Yeah, I mean to sort of talk you through. I'm currently horizontal, lying on my sofa, mm. and I'm just talking about golf. And this is the happiest I've been in weeks. <laughs> I'm over. I'm overjoyed. <laughs> Can I uh, just warn you that I was watching a TV show with my wife last night, and at the end of it, I've forgotten the name of the character. Well, this is what happened. I forgot the the, the name of the main character. I'm watching. I'm watching Dope Sick on Disney Plus, which is a fantastic TV series. If you've not oh seen yeah it. about all the old drugs in America, I've heard yeah good the old OxyContin, and um, I was just thinking about. Can I legitimately leave my five wood in my bag? Now I've got a rescue wood for <laughs> the second. Because what happened was I was playing the other day and I hit a beautiful yeah. five wood. And I was like, hello, five wood old friend. I've not had a sort of 215, 220 
low yard requirement for a while. So I got the five wood out, hit it beautifully. And I missed, and at the end of it, my wife said, oh, I didn't like what he did and described and said like Tim, let's call him Tim. That's sad when Tim did that in the show. And I, and I said, who's Tim? Turns out he's the main guy. Yeah, you were in a, you were on another world thinking about golf. You were missing real life. Mate, I was missing real life. And so what's going to be great about this, pure self-indulgence, and we want you guys to indulge with us as well, dear listener, is is this is going to be like like a golf safe space, right? We can yeah. come on here and we can nerd out. We can go into huge detail. We're going to do some tips. We're going to ask questions. But what we've got to try and do is, is uh, create a formal space where I can purge myself of my golf thoughts. Yeah, this is all I want this podcast to be is yeah. half an hour every single week of me and Tom talking about golf and yep. indulging everything that we want. So golf guests, golf giveaways, yep. golf golf courses, we'll go to them, tell you how it is. Yep. It's, as you say, it's just a golf safe space for two sort of semi-okay golfers to bring you into find, their I world. I think you'll find I'm okay, mate. I'm wholly okay, not semi-okay. I'm fully yeah, you're okay. You're a four, man. That's pretty no, bloody I'm good. No, I'm 5.6 at the moment. Uh, 5.6. Um, you're going the wrong way. Are you ready for your first golf question? Should we, you ready, ready for it, Tom? Golf question, ready? You can ask, you can ask me a golf question. Yeah, golf question. Golf oh, question. You've, you've brought structure. Yeah, here we go. I structure for you. Okay, that's, yeah, go, 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 go. That's what we do. All right, here we go. Uh, golf question number one is, what do you call yourself when you are angry with yourself on the course? <laughs> we'll probably have to beep all that but yeah i i well i the reason why i was asking in a slightly more innocent way was i call myself thomas when i fail on the golf course thomas uh. <laughs> yeah, and the other word i the other thing i do is i yuck if i hit a bad shot yuck 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 something i noticed myself doing the other day i love it when you fail on the golf course because it is qu- it is quite rare but I've seen you have oh, like meltdowns, stop talking. Yeah. You're a quiet guy as well. Don't you go quiet? I go quiet. I go cold. But you, <laughs> uh, you just get kind of, you get kind of out, outwardly furious, but you go quite, because you're such a happy, you have this kind of happy go lucky vibe, but yeah. you get very, um, de- I, I'm going to say depressed. You just look yes. sad, oh, so man. sad. Like yeah. we, we have a phrase, right? We have a phrase when something goes wrong. And because I hate that bit when you're playing with someone and you have to do the kind of, you know, something horrific's just happened to them. What do you say as you're walking to the next tee? You know, they've been on a, an amazing score and they've just triple bogey. They're, they're covered in their own golf feces. What yeah. do you say? Do you say, so um, how's work at the moment? Do you say, weather's nice? And what I love is that you and I have a shorthand, which you guys at home can absolutely have this. Just look at each other and just go, hate golf. Hate it. Oh, hate golf. Hate this. Why do I do this? We had a we had a really good hate golf moment probably a few months ago. Do you remember when I went down the first in like nine? Yeah, and, we, just, and we, were put, we were putting everything. a card in. It was we'd yeah. gone to the pro shop and got the card signed up. And Calvin, the lovely guy in the pro shop, was like, Okay, guys, play well. And it was a beautiful day, and we were still off grass tees, and all was well with the world, and we played already that week, and things were looking okay. We were hitting the ball well. It was just you and me. And what happened, Tom? I Took a drive down the right-hand side, if I remember rightly, and it was fine. Like, it was bad, but it was fine. And then mm. every now and again, golfers at home, you'll know what it's like. You, you, you. It was, I think I had like a, a six iron or something like that, and it just went like low right. <sighs> and I was like, oh, God. Oh, God. Okay, <laughs> fine. And then, I di- and then I did it again. I like back-to-back shanked it yeah. and then it was like a chip into the bunker and then yeah. i think it was a par four i think i probably got seven but Ugh. then 
on the second after that, I, I topped my driver and I would remember just thinking, I want to die. Yeah. Yeah, why am I it's here? It's so bad. I've, I've, have you ever walked off? I've walked off. Have I ever walked off? No, but I've done so many things that I regret. Like, mm. I feel... The time you killed a man on the fourth. Yeah, I killed that, that child. I felt yeah. so bad about naughty, that. Naughty, naughty. Um, I think I'm getting better with my anger on the course because, like, there was a point earlier in the year where I was... So I'm now, like, a 10 handicapper. Mm. And there was a point earlier in the year where I would move from, like, 18 to 14. And... I had good golf in me, but mm. I still had rounds where you would shoot in your like mid nineties. Yeah. And I had one of those rounds, but I was playing with my girlfriend's dad. Oh, and his no. Friends. Oh, no. So playing with the girlfriend, with potential future, maybe one day, God willing, father-in-law type material. Yeah. Uh, this is difficult. This, and I've got yeah. a similar thing now. I've got a similar thing this week on Friday. I'm playing a course with someone who's not, who's a bit of a kind of, friend from the past who I've got to be nice to and 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 seem to be polite and I basically can't do what I do with you and scream yeah you know obscenities but, into my golf bag yeah and I was I, I had this round and it was these days it never goes that wrong like the worst that I will go round probably would be like 15 over and I don't think that's bad golf because I remember being right. a junior being off like 30 right yeah, it's great. so yeah. to go round in 15 over it, you don't look stupid mm. but it was one of those rounds where I was going around in like your 20 overs, but knew that I had like low teens handicap in me. And I just went silent and just became a massive knob and didn't speak. (laughs) And just, and someone was like, are you okay? And Uh, like, I was like, no, I'm not. I'm having the worst time of my life playing golf because I know I should be better than this. But I, I I think I'm past that now, but God knows it probably will come out again in the future. We should say we're recording this uh, towards the beginning of the golf season when we are full of hope and our golf <laughs> shoes, our golf shoes are caked in a winter's worth of mud. And, yeah. you know, there is optimism in the air in terms of golf, certainly at the moment. And uh, that's a dangerous place. I mean, how, I mean, this is another thing to talk about and we'll stop for a break in a moment. But how often do you turn up at the course thinking today is the day and this is another reason golf ruins my life because i turn up every day thinking i am absolutely going to find a winning lottery ticket today this is the day now's the time you gotta stop that i think that's the worst thing you could do i feel like if you pile pressure or it's like the rounds after you clean your clubs yeah (laughs) they're the worst rounds the worst thing like the i learned this very quickly the worst thing i could do is clean my clubs buy a new set of pro v ones and draw lines on them that's like that's the worst thing that's like all that prep is just so much pressure like yeah. sticking on a brand new pro v1 on on a tee is like you are asking for hell yeah if i've got a battered old tailor-made that'll mm. last me six rounds <laughs> i've never had a new pro v1 with a line on last me more than two holes it won't happen if you go into the uh the trees just off the right-hand side on the first at Muzzle Hill Golf Club in North London, you will find 500 once-hit Pro V1s with Tom Green's yeah. name written next yeah. to a line. <laughs> I bought I bought 20... Uh, do, you know, do you know Vice golf balls? Mm. They're quite cool. Yeah. They're cool. I yeah. want to be like a cool, modern, young golfer. Of course you do, mate. You're going to wear a hoodie on the course. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm Tyrrell Hatton. Mm-hmm. And so I bought 24, 24 of them. 
I just bashed them all into water and trees within the first like three weeks. I was like, I'm never doing that again. I'm not, I don't deserve good stuff yet. I'm not no. good enough to deserve good stuff. Yeah. In other news, if anyone wants a bag of secondhand vice balls that I found at Muswell Hill, get in touch with the show. Um, all right, listen, we'll take a break for just, you know, just to think about what we've done and we'll be back uh, with some more golf is ruining my life um, after the break. Tom, what's the plan after the break? Just to make sure people don't go away. Come on. Oh, uh, well, do you know what you just heard? Yep. More, more of that. More of that stuff. Thank you. Hello, welcome back to Golf is Ruining My Life. My name's Tom Price, and I'm joined as ever, as we always will be, by uh, Tom Green. Um, Tom, um, golf is ruining our lives. This podcast is making it better. Yeah, 100%. I've got a golf question for you. Yes, thank you. Um... What's your golf ambition for 2022? Oh, my God. Well, I'm so glad you asked me that. I am so glad you asked me that. So I want to uh, I want to get my handicap down to low single figures because I'm like 5.6 at the moment, and I want to get it down into the kind of two, three, four bracket, probably three, maybe two or three, and I want to hit scratch. I want to hit a scratch round of golf. And oh, I reckon- Can you imagine how that would feel? I, I just can't even begin to imagine. I've 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 gone around both nines in in scratch. All I've got to do is take those two very disparate rounds that happened at very different times and put them together. So it's doable, but also unbelievably unlikely and unbelievably hard. And also, as we were talking about before the break, talk about putting pressure on myself. So you know what? Maybe I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna do a massive Austin Powers esque three point turn here. A 98 point turn on, on what my ambition is for 2022. Maybe I'm going to park that and hope that that is a consequence of what my actual ambition for 2022's golf is. And that is to not get into the bad places, not get into the negative places I got into last year and just try and enjoy it and, and take the good with the bad and take the rough with the smooth, absolutely every pun intended, and try and... Um, uh, try and make it fun again because at times last year I got a bit too intense. I think it's fair to say, Tom. I thought you had a really good year last year. Like you had yeah, your lowest round. You had a round that you spoke about that happened in early summer, yeah. and you just spoke about this round for the rest of the year. Every round, which was what your was it like your three over round or something my, like that. My four over, and I think yeah. I I you know I would spend at least holes one, two, and three. Whoever I was playing with, saying the words when I got my four over, and. <laughs> You know that is that was that was the best run of golf I've ever hit because I scrambled well. I scrambled well. Yeah, it's it's dude, it's all about the scrambling. You've got to get up and down. You've got to get to those chips. Anything from uh, anything from 40, fifty or forty yards in, you've got to walk up to it and think I'm going to get up and down here. And if you're not doing that, then you need to get to a driving range with only your. 50 yard in club whatever that is leave all your other clubs at home and spend an hour an hour and a half it will bore you to tears if you do that you will go out next round and you will save a frightening number of shots forget about your driver forget about your irons get close to the if you when you're close to the green assume you're going to get up and down you won't get up and down every time but assume you're going to do it and basically this is what i was doing speechifying constantly <laughs> beginning his lecture with the words when I got my four over I'm so sorry Tom I'm such a boring man to play golf with yeah I had a lot of the when I got my four over chats with you didn't we we had so many of them 
Um, I think well, let my- me tell you another. When I got my four I over, think- it all just felt very easy on I- that day. I think oh, that's. Yourself. I think that's my ambition is to no longer say when I got my four over round, but to make it when I got my scratch round. That's my ambition. Yes. Um, what a lovely ambition that is to have. It really is. Uh, what about you, Tom Green? What is your ambition for golf twenty twenty two, please? I really. Well, I have never shot a truthful round in the seventies. Okay. So. I've had rounds in the 70s, but it's been on courses that have like a par 68. And mm-hmm. I don't believe that's a round in the 70s if your course is a par 68. Yeah. You can only have a round in your 70s if uh, if your par is 71, 72, 73, or even 70. Mm-hmm. If it starts with a six, mm. you can't shoot a round in the 70s and be proud of that. Because I've had one of them, but it was a... I think it was at Windermere Golf Club mm. in the Lake District. And I th- I swear their par is 68. So it right. just doesn't feel right. Can I just say, if you are off 15 or 20 and you're listening to this, then you absolutely can be proud of a round in, your, in the 70s. It's all it's all relative, right? To where your handicap is. Yeah. But you feel of like course, you want to yeah, get... Yeah. So what, hang on. So what you're saying is you want to get something. What's par at Muswell Hill? 70 or 71? 71, 71, 72, something like that. So if you were, you want to hit, you want to hit a, like a good six, seven, eight. And what's your best ever round at Muswell then? Uh, like an 81 right oh you've got 81 80 something like that i've never i've never broke 80 that's all i want to do is break 80 so how are you going to achieve there's nothing (laughs) no idea like i've literally no idea like this is the thing with my life at the moment is the only way that that will happen is by playing more golf right yeah i am not an athletic person in any sense (laughs) of the imagination i am not good at football i am not i'm not athletic and I've got to the point with golf where I am as good as people who are naturally athletic, right? Yeah. But that's come through work. Like I have, I've got no natural ability. A lot of lovely golf sweat. Sweat, Rick Shields Mm. and early tee offs is what's got me there. Mm -hmm. And I just worry that because I can't play as much now that it's going to go backwards. But I was quite reassured that last time I went out, I had a really lovely round and it was the first time that I played in a few weeks. And it's nice to know that it is still there. All yeah. the things that you've learned are still in you. Okay, so that's good, right? So now I feel like we are actually getting a narrative arc to today's podcast because because what my concern was earlier on was the despair of why do I do this? Everything disappears. I'm not making any <laughs> progress. I am yeah. I am literally the these golf balls might as well just be little puffs of sugar on a tea. It's also pointless. Everything evaporates. But that's interesting because what you're saying, and you're absolutely right, and I feel that in the last year especially. You're learning little bits, constantly picking up little things and just always, you don't realise it, but you are slowly but surely, and sometimes it might dip a bit, you're slowly but surely getting better. Ah, oh, isn't that a good feeling? Oh yeah, you're definitely getting better. Yeah. 100%, of course you are. Like You can't put all these hours in and it not help. Like I've got friends who haven't played golf in years, but got to low single figures Oof. when they were juniors. Right? Oh, so how are they when they come back to it? They're brilliant. It's still there. It's all still there. Like they're not as tight. Like I've got a friend, Tom, who used to play off three as a, as a junior. He's picked it up again recently and he's completely addicted. Like we all are. Yeah. Like absolute crack addicts. Is it ruining his life? Of course it is. Can we yeah, get him yeah, on? Totally. Get him on. Uh, yeah. Well, till we get Tom on. I don't think he sees his girlfriend anymore. He never, ch- he never chats about his girlfriend. <sighs> Probably he's, he only has golf. So I, golf must be going really well. Another Tom. Who's having his life ruined yeah, by golf? Yeah, another Tommy. Yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. a very niche podcast, but I like it. But he's off six now. He's off six, oh. so it's not gone anywhere. Oh. Can I just say I love golf? It's just brilliant. It's not ruining my life at all. If anything, it's making my life better. Um, <laughs> this is this is good, and also this is making up for the fact that I haven't played today. I am playing tomorrow morning, 
Yeah, what's your week in golf? My week. Uh, that's a great way to wrap up. What's the week ahead before we come back next week? All right, so my week in golf is uh, I'm playing two rounds at my course. Uh, probably only nine holes for tomorrow, then 18 on Thursday. And then on Friday, recording this on Monday, Friday, I'm going back to South Wales, actually, Tombo. What I should do is give you a little call from South Wales. Uh, I'm going to play a golf, co- golf course called the Rolls of Monmouth. Uh, Monmouth is wow. the, uh, my hometown uh, where I grew up, and it's a really lovely course. It's on the land that used to be owned by uh, Henry Rolls off of Rolls-Royce. Um, wow. So, yeah, it's a whole load of land that he uh, he owned uh, called the hendra and it's absolutely beautiful beautiful the kind of the borderland countryside between wales and england all that strip the y valley it's absolutely stunning and it's this wonderful parkland golf course which interestingly uh greg gregory norman used to be the touring pro for the roles of monmouth Wow. I know, and he's very in vogue at the moment. Everyone loves Greg Norman at the moment in the golfing world. That's, so you've got three rounds this week. I've got Man. three rounds this week. And when I got my oh. four over par, because <laughs> <laughs> I played three times in a week. So, yeah, so on Friday I'm playing uh, the Rolls of Monmouth, and uh, that's my week in golf. Tom Green, what is your week in golf? I've actually, so despite me saying so much that I'm not playing much golf recently, I, last week I played the Mia in, in Manchester and I played Bolton Golf Club in Bolton Lovely. and I played Muswell Hill oh. our, our golf club all the northern right. golf clubs there yeah all the northern yeah. ones and then one southern one well, this North week, London mate so yeah go on North yeah true this week I am going to go to the driving range midweek because mm-hmm. that's important what's the chat here I with the driving range what we work what we're talking about here at the driving range and so basically, there's this there's there's this very in vogue thought in golf at the moment, right? Oh, which is whatever your natural shot shape is, yeah. which mine is a semi fade, you should yeah. try and hit the other shape, right? Interesting. And the thinking is is that your whatever your natural shape you do without thinking to hit another shape, you're really gonna have to put thought into it, and you will then feel you will then learn to, f- you get much more feel because of it, right? Interesting. Does that make sense? Yeah, that does make perfect sense. So you're, you're in order to in order to do the opposite of what happens naturally, you have to put some, uh, some sort of, you have to proactively do something. Which yeah, therefore means it's not you just are swinging in, a club anymore. You're in control. Yeah, so you get more feel. So okay. I'm trying to go from hitting a, a, um, a fade to a draw. Mm. So that's all I'm going to go and do is work on shaping irons mm. and my driver. That's all I want to do is get some understanding of shape. Okay. And then I'm going to play Muswell Hill on the weekend in the sun and it's going to be glorious. Oh, Muswell Hill on the weekend. That sounds so nice. Uh, and then report back next week, yeah? So this is what's going to be fun. We can uh, tell you about our weeks in golf and then next week probably just have despair all over again, right? <laughs> yeah, start all over start again. All over there's again. so much. I, I, there's, I could do this for hours. This I want to talk about golf clubs. I want to talk about the year ahead for the PGA Tour. Yeah. Um, but we've probably run out of time, haven't we? Run out of time for today, but let's uh, let's do that next week. Let's do, let's have a chat next week. In fact, why don't we have a little cheeky Masters preview next week and go through some of the names uh, and see who we feel is going to do well at the Masters. I would absolutely love that. Oh my God, the Masters. I love it so much. Fine, we'll talk about the Masters. And uh, if you want to get in touch with the show, Tom, uh, have we got some kind of uh, Instagram and Twitter and email scenario going on? Have we, my man? Um, oh. I'm going to get my phone out so Here I know it. all my things. Here it comes. It- so you can email us, right? Mm-hmm. We've got a domain. It's the Toms 
at golfisruinmylife.co.uk. So no the Toms for Price and Green yeah, yeah. Um, at golfisruinmylife.co.uk. You can send us an email or we are on social media. If you go to Instagram, golfisruiningmylife is our handle on there. We're also on Twitter, but it's a bit more confusing. Indeed. Uh, okay, as is Twitter, as is life. Uh, but golf is not confusing at all. It's simple. It isn't just suffering. It can be lovely too. Is that our conclusion on episode one? Is that what we're saying? Get the ball in the hole oh that's a beautiful thing thanks mate yeah you're a great coach you're a great coach (laughs) TG I'm going to use that Uh, All right, don't forget to subscribe obviously because then the next episode will be in your Dropbox faster than that balls in the bottom of the cup there's a twisted analogy Uh, and also write us a little review if you can if you've got a sec Uh, jump on your podcast platform give us come on all five stars come on just give us five stars just give us five stars Uh, it's a par five guys and we are nothing if not par Uh, so give us those five stars give us a subscribe and we'll be back next week we're going to be talking more about obviously our games and dipping into the Masters and lots more stuff besides we'll see you next Wednesday same time next time bye bye